0: Hey guys, welcome to Girl Friday. My name is Yoshika and I am your host. In today's episode, I get to interview Lila Doll. And I actually just met her while interviewing um, Bainis Janus, Bane. And yeah, she's pretty much a sex worker. She will be telling us what kind, her timeline, and i kind of really wanted to interview her not only to give her visibility as a sex worker since we all have our own different stories but she is a little bit older so i kind of want to get her perspective and her journey down um, and document it so here is our interview that i'm so excited to share i'm here with my friend lila doll lila doll that's Why it. can't I even say And I'm excited that I kind of ran into you because um, I feel like you do different things, and also you've been in the game for a while, so I'd love to get your perspective on certain things, you know? hmm um, Do you have any pronouns? Um, I support all pronouns. Yeah. I feel very
1: much like a bad bitch. <laughs> she, her, like but, she. you know. Uh, and what city are you from, you said? I'm from Houston, Houston but I yeah.
0: live in Oakland, Bay Area, San Francisco Bay. Oh, you live in Oakland? Mm-hmm. You like it? hmm I heard it's like a little dangerous. No? No, it's not bad. I've been living there since 2005. Oh my god! I really want to go to San Fran and like post my as uh, my ad over there.
1: You can totally uh, drop in at MySpace if you want to. Mm, really? You can post the, I'll show you the whole general area. Uh uh-huh. The spots like if you advertise on PD. Yeah. You can post in the city. I could also direct you to some people who have spots in the city <sighs> if you want to go there. So but if you want to do Oakland, Emeryville, Berkeley, I have a place too. You could drop in.
0: Okay. What do you think Houston taught you for your sex work? What else? Oh,
1: my Lord, I was a child then. I didn't do. I finished high school in Austin and did some college there and then moved to San Francisco. Okay. And I didn't do any sex work until until I got to San Francisco. Really? Nothing at all. Like I had a really, very religious, like Pentecostal uh, family it was a church band. I play music, and my family was like deeply like they were the. Uh, the band the music is meant inspire worship yeah so at least country gospel they have records and shit pedal steel guitar and hairdos and suits and all that shit
0: that's so crazy it was crazy you play music based off growing up in that environment well i
1: play weird experimental music but it definitely influences it that the trauma of all that yeah Uh that's that's in it but anyway when I got I left I left Texas and I got to San Francisco that's when sex work became enticing there was so much more freedom there I mean I got I I moved to San Francisco in 2000 my sex work timeline is that I moved to the Bay Area to be in a band Um, I was still in school housing was very difficult then Mm -hmm. years it started in the Bay way back then the tech industry was booming there was housing crisis, like, so many people were trying to get into any apartment that was open, and they were, the rent was becoming crazy elevated. It started in the Bay Area, like, 20-something years ago. But I happened to go to be in a BAM with these people who lived in a rent-controlled house, so I had really low rent, but I had to get a, I still had to, was looking for a job. And you need a resume just to, like, wait tables. Like, I'd never... I've waited tables since I'd gotten to working in restaurants when I was fifteen. Uh, right. I'd always worked in restaurants. Yeah. You get to, you get to the Bay Area and it's like you need a you need a resume to get a restaurant job. I'm like, what the what the fuck is a resume? Like, <laughs> dropped out of college to move here. The After, fuck is a resume? What the fuck is a resume? So anyway, I was on a bus and I saw a help wanted sign at uh, from a distance. It was like Polk Street downtown San Francisco at a sex store like an arcade mm-hmm. where women aren't allowed in the back or they weren't then places i don't know if any exist anymore mm-hmm. they've pretty much been shut down because like who needs to go in and pay to sit and watch porn because everyone can watch it so this is 2000 and no i did not have to clean up the cum from the glory holes yeah That was the janitor for that but there were all these glory holes people would come in they'd buy tokens they had to buy three and they'd go on the back and they'd just cruise around their videos on and they'd be sticking their dicks in glory holes who would be sucking them they were cruising back there like i i worked in one it was called frenchies kind of a famous one and then i also worked in one called Folsom gulch that was just gay porn all men i mean women weren't even
0: allowed in the back
1: yeah but in this one there was not even any that's so crazy i know isn't it because
0: i do, i definitely was talking to a friend about how like guys are more developed and they're sexual experiences that they know what they like and they know like they're the ones like in the forefront like all this change and like their femininity they don't really like us getting masculine and they don't really they're kind of threatened by our femininity and it's like we literally can never win (laughs) it's true I'm gonna
1: say why I feel like it was and hopefully it's not gonna annoy anyone, but I think it's because probably management, because that's who's controlling what, you know, gender goes back there. I think it's because they didn't want, because prostitution, and if a woman went went back there to do it, they would probably be charging, be a sex worker, but the men are back there just like sucking dicks and cruising and just (laughs) slutting it up, which is great, good for them, yay. They were like, no, no. If a, if a woman goes, back there she can charge for it, we can't have that because it's illegal. Yeah, like we'll turn our like, and that's I understand. They didn't
0: want to get busted. So you worked there first.
1: I worked there, and I was like looking at this was, y'all. This was when back page was like a the thing. back of a weekly. Yeah. On the actual back page in yeah. paper, right? So I was looking at all these um, publications and shit that they had. I was choosing the porn that we put up. Both in the front of the store where sex toys and outfits and shit were sold, but also choosing shit in the back for the 27 rooms that we had, Mm. you know. And also, I became like a buyer for like dildos and outfits and stuff, so I was just like horny all the time. It was just everything was like dildos and porn and men sucking dicks that I'm walking through and, right, it was great. It was just hot. (laughs) I felt really like, oh, this is what I've been missing my whole life yeah but I was so had this like um built-in like kind of puritanical it was Pentecostal kind of like body shame and weirdness yeah. so I actually saw a hypnotist back then really like, yeah I, I got hypnotized because I wanted not feel like weird body shame and like uh, repression yeah so I got hypnotized so I would feel more comfortable and I don't I can't say whether or not it hypnosis worked on me I mean I did do the thing where I tell you to close your eyes and you start talking and you raise your hand probably I went under and he knew what I wanted to go under for I then I started answering ads for sexy photos I just wanted to be in photos like Mm. it was more a personal journey it started off that way to like get past some stuff yeah and then there was this uh peep show called the lusty lady it was cooperative woman-owned peep show like the only one in the country and i i worked there i wanted to work there it's like a fishbowl that we were in and it it was just so weirdly liberating that like oh it's not weird but it was just us in the room and we'd be like plop down on the ground like bullshitting with each other with like our stomachs hanging out and like sprawled out and then you'd hear like the window crank up, and suddenly it was to be, like, backs arched, and, like, you'd still be saying the same shit because the guys couldn't hear you, but yeah. suddenly, like, the window would open. I don't know. It just felt so empowering to, like, be like, we're using... We're doing this. This is a show. I just really loved the show aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So I did that for a minute and just got in photos, and then one of my friends um, invited me to do a photo shoot with a girl who I ended up dating, um, but she wanted a sub for photos because she was just getting into doming and was making her own website and I was posing as a sub in the photos but I was was just bossing. I was like, let's do this and let's do that Mm -hmm. and asking her questions about being a dom and she invited me to a session and immediately it was just like, I just lit up like the, Mm -hmm. the guy came in and my first session, I'd never done anything like this, came in and brought a he brought a, I still have it it's hanging on the wall in my space. <laughs> he brought a big um dildo and he wanted to be fucked in the ass and to suck it to suck it off. And so I strapped on that one. He was like I she I'd never pegged anyone. Yeah. So she's like I mean like right away. I mean I've been in there like fifteen minutes. Yeah. And like he's gagging on my dick and I'm just like, this is fucking amazing. I just felt so uh Excited, like yeah. so energetic. And then little stuff like she's trying to finish it and she, he wanted to be pissed on. Like, she's going to piss on him. She's talking all this shit and standing over him and looking at me. He can't see And She's like having trouble pissing. And I'm just like, let me go piss on him. Just laughing, like loving that sort of thing.
0: Oh, it was all okay. fun and good nature. You were just, you're just
1: down. To- I was enjoying it. So it's, it's really fun stuff so you do bdsm i do bdsm i do fbsm um fbsm full body central massage okay, yeah. that become that's become a more in the progress like okay i started fbs bdsm with her and then she wanted to do full service herself personally yeah. at that time i didn't want to do it all sex work supported all I didn't want to do it. She did, but she wanted to do doubles. So we put out ads on Craigslist because that's yeah. all we had back then. And it was for her to do full service and me to just be there. But, like, we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. <laughs> so we were, like, meeting guys at the Cheesecake Factory to talk about it and shit. It just became this whole, like, complicated thing. So then we started doing massage together. And we at the, at the time, we didn't know our worth. We were doing mm-hmm. alcohol, two-girl oh, alcohol shit. for 200 dollars oh, shit. girl two girls we were like it was a two girl show like she and I were like together so yeah, we were right. like having sex over these dudes for two like we just didn't know yeah so eventually one of our clients who who did know and so he would also see us and tip us well so yeah. we were, ended up making like back then you know 2003 at this point we're making like 250 for massage alcohol with yeah a lot of us yeah interacting which we didn't mind we loved yeah. it we didn't have you know there was no verify him back then mm-hmm. you know there was no our blacklist was like a notebook and people she had an ad on back page and people would call and look at the list and oh, shit, invite yeah. them over you know we couldn't nowadays
0: like, they screen them so you're saying you couldn't sp- screen no, them no I, I couldn't screen them and I, I screen the hell out of your clients like if any girls have any questions on how to screen, guys, like, definitely reach out to me and I will give you certain tips on how to do it.
1: Like, mm-hmm. the, the power dynamic, you're the one
0: endangering me potentially Yeah, more. they're always, they always have it fucked up.
1: They're always like, you're gonna come after me, like, why would I want to come after you?
0: I hate when they ask, like, so what do you do for a job? Like, why are you asking me? Why are you asking me anything? Like, why are you asking me what I do for a job? Like, you are my job, mother. You're my
1: job. I'm here doing this. And you just prove your safety because, like, what do you think? Like, you could be a cop. You could be a weirdo. You could be so many. Yeah, just
0: provide as much information that you feel comfortable doing. And find a way to be comfortable with it. FaceTime, like, whatever works with some people. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, FaceTime or... Send a pic. I'm actually not willing to negotiate because I've been doing this for a long yeah. time. A lot of people know <laughs> what they want for screening, yeah. so that's good. But feel so safe what,
1: screening. Feel safe
0: screening because yeah, the girl's not out to get you. Yeah, exactly. We're just out to be safe, period. What kind of uh, clients do you attract, do you usually get?
1: I attract all over. Um, I attract people between 20s to 60s. There's a lot of tech guys. There's a lot of blue-collar workers. There's a lot of uh, business and finance guys and lawyers. Yeah. My ad is for massage and my rates are for massage.
0: Mm. So how have you balanced your relationships and sex work? You have to t- say it from the beginning. Yeah. I only date my
1: friends. I only date people I know. Mm. It's hard. People get fucked up about it. Yeah.
0: You just have to be as honest as you can. I've definitely told guys last minute, well, I just, you know, I'm a sex wrecker, and then they totally are like, okay, I don't want yep. to talk you
1: anymore. It seems like they have to know already. That's why I only date people that I know that already love me. Yeah. I date people who love me yeah. already as a friend, and I'm lucky that way because of music and... But everyone can't meet people that way, you know? So I'm, I'm very blessed. But I handle it by... Already being out, I don't blast my business because then it's provocative, and the men look at you a certain way. Don't do that. Yeah, and the women think that you want—they're threatened. It's like, girl, I'm the last person to want your man. Yeah, I've, I've had enough. Believe me, I'm tired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. such a weird thing, right? There's so much stigma, and it really sucks for us because, like, this is goddess work. It's healing.
0: Yeah. No, it really is, especially massage. Massage is, like, a lot of energy transfer.
1: I feel very relaxed and very grounded when I do it. And I'm glad to see someone and seduce them and Mm. make them comfortable and do this session. And then I always keep my energy with it. Like, I always, like, want it in my head. Like, thank them for this intense sexual energy. Mm -hmm. And their release, I I feel like I I use it for my own, like, Mm. energy. I decide what I'm going to get. Like, a session can be going, like, weird. Like, the guy's kind of, like, an asshole or, like... Mm. And you th- I think okay, what I'm getting from this is power of negotiation. Thank you. In my mind, of course, mm-hmm. I don't say this to him because he would think I was insane. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I like just tell myself every time like, what am I getting out of it, and like handle each situation like, okay, I am actually learning something from this. Yeah, I'm getting the amount of money that I asked for. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not breaking my boundaries. Because if you're clear, I've, I've screened you. You can't do anything to me. My space yeah. is safe. Then I just tell myself, like, I don't let them take it, anything from me. What yeah. I give, I think, like, I'm getting this back because I'm doing a cosmic favor. Yeah. <laughs> I just put myself in the mentality that what I do means something. Like, they can't steal any shine from me or, like, no yeah. one can make me feel weird about it because I feel fine about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing good work. I'm doing God's work. Goddess's work, actually.
0: It's pretty much like, don't take a job so personal. Just do what you're there for and learn what you can out of it. Yeah. And be as like genuine and open as possible. Exactly. Because if they're fucked up, that's on them. Yeah. They already were fucked up. What would you say to women who are scared to do sex work as they get older? Like Oh, shit or, like, guys that scare them into thinking, like, oh, you're not going to be that pretty forever. <laughs> if you feel comfortable doing sex work mm-hmm.
1: and your discomfort is your age or your size or your texture mm-hmm. or anything, anything about you, um, just put it out there, like, own it. Mm-hmm. As long as it's out there for everyone to see and then you just, just be you and do it. like Yeah. I am way older than I look yeah, right. you look
0: really young you have good skin and
1: i'm not making this up and people are gonna look at my ad and be like well she says this how old is this crazy bitch but look at my ad no, no, i no, don't no. look old i don't look old in person no no but i am i don't yeah. give a fuck i'm yeah. not gonna tell you the here. guys
0: don't care though right You did like, we
1: tell this dude we saw earlier yeah. she was here while we did a session he knows he's shocked as shit people get shocked i'm like yeah whatever yeah, why do I lie in it because I don't want people to put that age in, yeah? They wouldn't choose me. Would yeah. you
0: choose me if you put that age in? I mean, you never know, but also, I like for about my age, I'm 28, but I'll just put like 25 so they don't think I'm like too smart for them, right? Like, no, pretty much.
1: You can put honestly, men, they really some of these older guys. They don't feel... You know, guys in their 50s are good. They're very sweet and appreciative. Mm -hmm. Sometimes guys in their 20s are good because they're shocked. You know, they're, like, also very appreciative and they're nerdy. Yeah. But they can be a little difficult uh, physically and energetically to deal with. Same with 30s and 40s. But around 50s and 60s, they get super more docile and just, like, happy to be with you. And sometimes women in their below 25, like it reminds them too much of their daughters like
0: okay dudes
1: want these, 28 these guys want older but sometimes like they they want
0: people won't go under 25 honestly yeah. i mean i had an old sugar daddy. he was looking for like we were hanging out and he was showing me like the girls that swipe to him or not swipe but you know like message him and stuff but he was talking to this, like, 40-year-old woman. 40-year-old woman. and She said like, she was 40, so she was probably 52. And he was, like, into it. He was like, this is the one. I was like, what? No, they like that. They girl, like I'm that. telling you. No, I, mean, I know. So I'm saying, like, what would you what would you say to a girl who is, like, scared to age? In this?
1: Age. Yeah. I would say you should age because you're going to get... You are, I feel like you get a better clientele on the older side yeah. I used to lie when I first started when I first started I when I worked at the um, peach show yeah. I, I tell you about Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even lying I'd be back there in the private pleasures booth, booth being like it's my 21st birthday like uh, I, I, I have always bullshitted that I was younger yeah. until a certain point I had these ladies lying <laughs> when I was 30 like that I was 21 at, at, when I used to yeah. like work out of a space when I had my own space yeah yeah, they would lie on me younger because they were like, she looks young, and these guys will come in thinking they can be naive. Mm-hmm. You know, she should be naive. No, age. Go with it. They appreciate yeah. They appreciate your, the good guys. So many men are doing this. Mm-hmm. And there's quality men out there that don't want you to be naive and young and whatever. They they actually want to deal with a woman. Yeah. Not that younger women aren't
0: women. I'm just saying. No, like, no, yeah. They want you to be mature. I totally get that because I do have some clients. Like, my seeking is, has my age... So, I get a bunch of guys that specifically go for my age, which is 28. And, and, like,
1: don't let them waste your time. There's so much, so many bullshitters out there. If they start out already, like, high, mm-hmm. I mean, we already know this. You ain't got time for that. If they start out difficult, they're gonna stay difficult. Yeah.
0: Like, and don't even bother.
1: I feel like being a bitch, me being like kind of a cunt bag in it, like yeah. weeds out the bad ones. And I, I'm busy enough. I'm so busy. I've gone to cooking school. I've gone to cosmetology school. I fucking ha- finished my master's degree during all this. What? And yeah, like I, but I still do this because it's good
0: money, but I do mm-hmm. it on my own
1: terms. Like yeah. I have my own space and I don't put a whole huge lot of effort
0: um okay so you said you do music Mm -hmm. is that mainly what you like to do like as a creative release in all this oh
1: yeah absolutely that's partially why I've stayed doing sex work I moved to the Bay Area to play music even though I went finished my BA Mm -hmm. finished my MFA went to cosmetology school went to chef school worked as a chef because girl like I said I've been there 20 years but I still come back to sex work because i I, I like it. like mm-hmm. I, I like the it's exciting. Um, it's extremely stimulating. I like connecting with people. Mm-hmm. I like the adventure of it. Mm-hmm. I like the that we're all in this little kind of secret thing together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It feels like kind of something about it is special when the clients are right.
0: It kind of makes you feel really rebellious as a woman, like super punk that I'm like even doing this because it's like, I'm just not your normal girl. hmm And this is how I make money because I'm in charge of my time. You're in charge of your body, especially yeah, now. Yeah, my body. So do you have any future projects or creative like endeavors that you you kinda wanna start?
1: I told you, um, like it was interesting meeting you randomly today through Bain yeah. because I was just talking about And thinking about it, uh, driving a couple days ago, like, oh, I want to do a podcast, but... Yeah, making a podcast. I want to do a podcast where, with sex workers, we're talking shit about situations and clients. But also keeping it really, you know... um, Digestible or... And nebulous, so that, like, nobody's... I don't want to out any clients. I don't want to, like... I want to keep it really safe, and also maybe, like... I I want to share our experiences and the... the 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 good the good ones because sometimes you have clients where you're just like damn yeah like you have these sexy fucking times or you end up either dating or having a good time or helping or they help you yeah but there's also these funny funny fucked up
0: situations where like ridiculous shit happens like so much happens i love that and and you should do like one good one one bad one Right, right absolutely
1: you're you're Top, a, a really good client you can think of and a really bad client you can think of. Because I want to be on that and I want to tell you now. So. Okay. That will be so good. I also want to kind of change my voice because I'm just like... I don't know. I'm trying to figure out the ways to be extremely discreet about it.
0: Yeah, when I first started this podcast, like I definitely have like a more fucking like whiter but like super clear like voice but then i like toned it down because my voice is normally like this like mm-hmm. just chilling <laughs> so i'm like okay i can do a little bit and then kind of bring it down and then but yeah you do want to figure out like your voice and like mm-hmm. how you sound
1: well i mean disguising it you'll see you'll, we'll
0: see it's my gemini moon bullshit that's a really good podcast idea i hope you do that soon because i'd be down to interview i would love it i think it's good to make sex workers visible and like everyone has a different story and background and what they've learned and how they want to share and like give tips and stuff and i love hearing it all
1: absolutely it's real work we're doing it yeah we're sustaining ourselves on it like you said it's punk as fuck and I mean, all kinds. Everyone can do it mm-hmm. um, if you feel comfortable doing it, of course. Yeah. And and be as
0: safe as possible. Yeah, set your boundaries. Like, if you're not comfortable doing a certain service, like, provide only the ones that you can. Or change sex work environments. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes you just
1: don't even know you try something and it's not for you or you learn something else. Yeah. I would say we've already touched a bit. Screening is something that cannot be stressed enough.